everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Grace Road Show. I am your host, Andrea Burke. And today I am joined by the amazing Casey Moffitt. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Casey. Thanks for being here today. <laughs> Thank you. Casey is our administrative director, and um, we're going to do a little bit of a ministry insider with her today to talk about her job and some of the things she does behind the scenes here at Grace Road. I feel like um, your job might be one of the most behind the scenes jobs here at Grace Road. Do you, yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would say so. Yes and no. Like there's a lot that I do behind the scenes that people probably don't know. But then also because my email tends to be attached to a That's lot of true. things, people are like, oh, Casey runs the church, which is not true. But sometimes there's that like perception that I'm in charge of everything, which is not true. So she's not. But as a fellow staff member, I can tell you that nothing would get done around here without Casey. So she might not run things, but she basically runs things like, we don't know what we would do if you weren't here. Um, so why don't you start by kind of telling me a little bit more about yourself? Like how long have you been on staff? Maybe a little bit about your family and kind of your history here at Grace Road. Yeah. So I've been on staff almost 15 years. Um, I actually knew Kevin as a teenager. I was in his youth group at the church that we were both at. So I've known Kevin a really long time and uh, my family started attending Grace Road, and so I went with them. And then shortly after that, I got hired in my early 20s. So I've kind of done all of my adult years as a staff member at Grace Road. Um, and I did not really intend to work for a church or be an administrative director. I went to school for graphic design, but um, I've just always loved this role and love this work. And so God has kept me here for a long time. Um, and I'm married to Nathan, and we have two boys, nine-year-old Tanner and a two-year-old Harvey. They're super cute. Harvey is just the cutest. He's walking now, yeah, right? He's very precious. He's a cute little guy. So, so cute. Um, and you've been on staff for, did you say already how long? Yeah, about 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, That's almost. like almost the entire age mm -hmm. of Grace Road. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. We started in 2009 and then I got hired in 2010. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been a really long time and I've seen just a lot of different changes, which has been really great. Yeah. So how has your job developed over the years, over that span of time? Yeah. So when I started, I was more, I think, secretarial. Like I was answering, you know, basic emails, answering phone calls, ordering supplies. Um, even just the world and the internet has changed where I was young. I didn't have kids. I had more free time. I was going shopping for things like baked goods because we used to, we were small enough. We used to do breakfast on Sundays. Um, so I was shopping at Sam's Club, getting a huge order from there and then driving it to the church, hauling it up three flights of stairs. And I would always try to time it when the guys were there so that they could help me, but it didn't always work out. So sometimes I'd be going up and down by myself. And now if I have to like walk into a store to do something, it's usually not a very fun day. <laughs> so um, even just like things that you can do behind the scenes online has changed a lot. But um, my job now is still very administrative, but it's taken more of a managing and directing role. Um, I'm overseeing more than I used to. I'm more involved in things like finances and policy writing than I used to. Our small church and small staff culture uh, has needed to shift some just organizationally. We've especially felt it, I think, in the last couple of years. Our, the number of staff members have has grown. So I've been doing a lot more policy writing and just getting on paper the things that matter. So um, housing allowance, we've given that to some of our staff members, but it's been a little bit fluid of like, how does this work and who qualifies and are we doing it right? So just housing recent. allowance is... Housing for those that allowance, don't know. Yeah. So that's just a way to pay clergy members. Um, 
there's a tax benefit where clergy can get paid um, without being taxed a portion of their salary. And so there are rules around that with the IRS. And so we've had to do research just to make sure that we're offering that benefit in a way that is accurate and no one is going to get in trouble if anyone were to ever get audited. And even just coming up with language around which staff applies, um, because it can be broader than just the guy preaching on Sunday. It can be other ministers in the church. Um, so just putting legs to what that means, even um, other things like employee benefits, like what type of benefits do we offer? So my role even, I guess, has gotten a little bit more HR than it ever used to be. Um, what what benefits do we offer and why? And getting that in writing. So this year, especially, I've been writing a lot of policies just to put in place some of what we've already been doing and capturing it and some building a new structure for something that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And you also have a couple of admin assistants, right? Who work for yes. you, work with you? Yes. So I have always ever been part-time. Um, people often think that I'm full-time. I think because I have my hand in a little bit of everything and I my email address is often attached to things, but I've only ever been part-time. And the last couple of years, I've slowly reduced my hours just as my family has grown, as I've started homeschooling my oldest. So we hired um, Danielle Marzano two years ago and then Abby Holmston this last year. And they've been able to take the parts of my job that I'm not as gifted at, and they're just growing it in incredible ways. Like Abby is running Sunday morning volunteers, and she's running events during the week, and she is just like lovely and extroverted and doing really great at that. And then Danielle is honing in our announcements, our communications, our social media, and she's super creative. Um, And so the three of us work together almost like an admin team Um, And so that's been really great to be able to offload tasks that I'm not as well suited to. And then those ministries are now growing more than I could have ever done. So um, that's been great. Yeah. You guys do an incredible job. And if like, like I said before, and I know I was joking a little bit, but if you've ever attended anything at Grace Road or emailed or signed up for something, uh, registered online, looked for your tithing statement, any of those things, it's because of the work that Casey has done and that she's trained her team to do. So like, it's just a lot of little tiny moving pieces that I think we easily can take for granted at at an institution of this size. That's just, it runs really smoothly. It has not always been so smooth. Like it's, it, it hasn't always been so seamless, I should say, but coming from my perspective, even events, like it's really cool to see how smooth the process has become and how streamlined the process is for things, which, as a not process person, as a non spreadsheet person who I'm more like, this is my idea and it'll just magically show up someday um, to have people who are like, okay, like, but someone actually needs to like sit down with numbers and think this through and plan <laughs> it and um, make sure that this can actually happen. That's you guys just are totally operating in your strengths, which is so cool for the church. It makes the church a better place to be. And I think, um, what do you think most people don't know about your job? Like, what do you think, what would you like church members to know about your job? Um, I think maybe partly what I already said, that I work part-time, that I'm not a full-time employee, which people uh, don't always know. And then I think even what you mentioned, Andrea, just about there are so many little details behind the scenes Um as simple as events. Like if we're going to have a membership class, that doesn't just all magically happen. Somebody has to plan the food. And if we're offering childcare and is the building even available, like calendaring, making sure that we're not double booking membership and Institute at the same time. Um, so 
there's just a lot that takes place behind the scenes to run the ministries. Um, and what's interesting too, is we did, do you remember the thinking wavelength we did for the staff back at yeah. like a, one of our staff development days? And most of the team, like the pastors and ministers, people are doing more people ministry are kind of on one end of the spectrum when it comes to how they think, how they operate. And it is kind of what you're sharing, like more visionary and goal driven. And then you at the time it was, you had me on staff and I was like, well, I'm really detail oriented and I love email. So <laughs> it's nice that we're adding other admins to help round out the team and really support the staff. Yeah. Um, you mentioned this morning in staff meeting when you gave your ministry update that you get upwards of more than 300 emails a week, or you're responding to that many a week. You maybe even get more than that. Yeah, I get more than that. A lot of them are junk, but I respond to about 300 a week. And I know that because I have a little tracker on my email because that's the like type like that. of stuff makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. So yeah, and it's just, it's it's a whole gamut. When I went on maternity leave two years ago, I was trying to train my replacement on how to handle the church inbox. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know how to train on this because it's just so eclectic. There's so many different types of emails. Like it's staff members asking for help on things. It's members asking for simple stuff. Like, can you help me with my tithe statement or, um, people asking for care. And sometimes if someone isn't really connected to the church, we're getting, requests for really heavy stuff. Like I've gotten emails before that I think, wow, that's really heavy. But info at Grace Road Church is kind of the first place you go if you're not really connected anywhere else yet. So um, there is just sometimes discernment that has to happen on who should best handle this. What do I do with this? Um, So yeah, my inbox, and it's actually my favorite part of my job. I really enjoy just like systematically working through it. Um, So yeah. Yeah, it amazes me how quickly you're able to switch gears when you're going from a finance question to like you were explaining, like having to help someone in need, then then you need to send someone a giving statement. And then you have staff members who are like, Can you tell me again how to do this? And that's me. <laughs> I'm always like, Where do I find this? How do I do this? And Casey's like, For the love. I have said I've posted this somewhere for you so many times. But she's always so patient and so gracious and keeps the, um, the wheels running really smoothly around here. And so if you have ever had an experience with Casey, you'll know that she's just really efficient and smart. Like she just knows what she's doing. And I really appreciate that about you. Do you have any crazy or funny stories from your job that you feel like, or maybe even not, maybe like something inspirational? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, there have been different antics over the years that I don't know if I can think of one in particular, but some of my favorite memories, like my sweetest memories are some of the early years at the, um, the German house and also the auditorium theater. We didn't have offices. There was no office space anywhere. And we all worked remotely a lot, but there's always been at least one or two days that we all come together in the office for meetings and just connecting on different things. And so in those years, it was just maybe like five of us at one round table in a classroom, all with our laptops. And it was just, it was fun. It was funny. It was comical. The, some of the guys on staff over the years have just been like, you know, clowns. It's just hilarious. (laughs) Like some of the, the humor I think is a a high value on our team. So, um, those are just sweet memories of just the connectedness of that small staff. Um, not perfect. There were a lot of challenges to those years too, but some of those early years were really sweet. 
Um, and I think it's a mercy that the church grew and that we got anything accomplished just all working at the same table. Yeah. Um, so our new building with all of the offices is just a luxury yeah. uh, compared to what we've had. So I feel like I was, I came in right at the end of table staff meetings, like mm-hmm. right, right at the end is when I came on staff. So, um, I didn't get a ton of that, but I know, I remember when we used to do staff meetings that would last like four hours because of the antics of everyone sitting around a table. So I cannot imagine what it would be like to try to actually work your job. Right. It was like our eight hour day is just, we're all here together at this time. That feels so unproductive, (laughs) which for me who loves like the chit chat that I'd be like, whatever, that's what I'm here for. But I'm sure you were like, Hey, I have like real things to get done. Mm -hmm. I have like numbers I have to calculate or like actually think through some of these crazy things you guys are coming up with. That's always a balance. Even now, like a couple, uh, you know, a fair amount of us have shared offices. Some have their own office, but even now when we're all in the building together, the staff is relatively relational. So we want to connect. You run into someone in the hall. How are you doing? Staff meetings tend to linger. So those are really positive things about our staff, but then can sometimes also be to our detriment because there have been times when I think I, I only have this day to get these things done and I want to really connect with everyone, but it's so hard to get my stuff done. So it's always this balancing act of like putting your head down and getting things accomplished and also being part of the staff culture and yeah. all of that. So Didn't you used to have a sign. Like <laughs> I didn't have a sign. I had these big red um, Bluetooth headphones yes. um, at our building at the at Liberty Pole. I shared an office with Lindsay and with the copier. So <laughs> it feels like a whole another staff member <laughs> because it was just a revolving door of people coming in, like either needing to talk with myself or Lindsay or needing something from the copier. So there were times that if I had my red headphones on, the staff knew like Casey's in deep work mode. Like, That's don't, right. Deep work mode. Don't talk to her. <laughs> and I've put on my Slack before sometimes like I'm in deep work mode. So I don't know if that's rude, but sometimes no. it feels necessary. It's absolutely necessary. Coming from another part-time worker, like my time in the office is so cherished because this is the one time when I don't have a child asking me a question or the washing machine dinging a bell that it's time to go change the laundry or home needs or whatever it is. Like any being at home, working from home is, is very difficult, especially when you're trying to manage other worlds and other people. So coming into the office to try to get stuff done is cherished, but sometimes feels impossible. And and that's okay. Like you said, our staff is very relational. I love our team. I love everyone we work with. And I'm glad that we're all friends that we can like talk to each other and and catch up on each other's lives. But there are times where I'm like, well, I didn't get anything done today. I got to talk to everybody though. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it kind of fills a different tank, but then you think, well, now when am I actually gonna get these tasks done? Because Sunday's coming and there are things that need to happen before then, so. That's so true. I mean, to put credit where credit is due, you used to also do like the guide page and all that and you used to print that out. Like there was a ton of- There was a lot more than I used to do and- I'm not sure how I fit it in. I have reduced my hours some, but not so drastically for the amount of work that I'm not doing anymore. So I don't know if that's just the scale of the church has changed. Like I used to do all of the planning center scheduling. There were a lot more things that I had on my plate. And um, those things have just gone out to different staff members. So maybe that's, you know, it's all pieced up a little bit differently. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm convinced convinced that the Lord works with like our two fish like, you know, and our bread loaves and he makes it happen because 
I can't tell you how many times I'm like, I don't know how that came together. I don't know how I had time to do that then when I don't have time to do it now. And somehow it still worked. And I just think the Lord provides so much extra grace and makes us more efficient than we realize, or he just does a miracle and gets it done when we're not realizing it. And, um, he really like builds and sustains his church is when we're like, I don't have any, I don't know how this happened. I don't know how I did it then. I don't know how I do it now. And he's so faithful to that work. I think you're right. Um, you know, I think administrators in general across the board get a bad rap in like all office places. (laughs) Um, so I guess, do you ever feel like administrators at the church have gotten a bad rap or that you have been misunderstood in different ways or anything, or what do you think is most misunderstood about your job? Yeah. Um, I think that like two parts of this answer, one is our staff has gone to a lot of different church conferences over the years and there's almost never a breakout for an admin, which the one time there was, it was at the village church. There was a breakout for administrators and they said, usually on a church staff, The first hire is lead pastor. The second hire is admin. And so they valued that and saw, hey, this is a need that administrators are like the biggest part of the team, especially as a church is beginning. So I think there is misconception that maybe it's just like not really a big role in the church. Um, I have not felt ever undervalued. I've always felt very appreciated here. There's never been a time that I've wondered, do people think I'm doing a good job? Like the... The staff, the elders, the church members have always been abundantly gracious and kind and complimentary. Is that the right word? Towards me. Um, But I think in the church at large, admins don't always get like a book about how to be an admin in a church or a podcast episode about how to be an admin in a church. It's kind of a forgotten role, even though it's really valuable. Um, And then for me personally, I have not always seen myself as being in ministry. I just kind of thought like the pastors are the ministers. They're in ministry. They're part of the church. And then my role is just more secretarial organizing. I'm not in ministry, but it's actually only been in the last couple of years that I've really shifted my thinking and thought, no, like I'm a minister in the church too. I'm doing more tactile, like email and scheduling, but I'm rubbing shoulders with church members that need care. Um, I'm enabling the work of the ministry by taking off of pastor's plates, things that they're not as gifted in so that I can handle it. Um, so, and I think there's a particular burden that can come from that where the work that I do is hard in different ways than it is hard for a pastor or one of the other ministers on staff. So, um, it's work that I've always really enjoyed. I didn't think that I would keep working for a church all of these years, but I've stayed because I really love it. Um, even though there are unique challenges to being on a church staff, especially our church staff that has seen so much change over the 15 years, there's just been a lot of challenge in the way that the church has grown so quickly. There's never really been a season that we've just coasted along. We were always talking about space and buildings and how to care well for people in a growing church with a small staff um, even, you know, how to care for people through COVID, which I know wasn't unique just to our church, but there's just been a lot of changes that we've seen and had to pivot and grow in our problem solving and critical thinking skills and all of that. So, well, you've done a great job. You continue to do a great job. And if you ever email info at graceroadchurch.org, you are hitting Casey's inbox. So say hi to Casey. You can just (laughs) say hi to her, say hi to her on a Sunday and thank her for the work that she does for our church. Is there anything else you want to 
add to this conversation? No, just that I genuinely love it. There are, there are difficult days and there have been difficult seasons, but I genuinely love the work. I love Grace Road. Um, my life has been specifically impacted by the work here. The Lord has just changed me in immeasurable ways because of our church. And I know that a lot of people could say the same thing. So I believe in the mission here, even through seasons that are challenging and, um, yeah, just looking forward to see what happens next. So, well, thanks Casey. Thanks for coming on the Grace Road show today. And, uh, I, I know I owe you some emails probably. You're fine. Okay. (laughs) Thanks Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for another episode.